0: everybody happy friday night welcome to the irish nfl show media day all access we were very fortunate to uh try our media hats on this week colin welcome in man how's it going
1: <laughs> it's going very well uh, what a what a week just the opportunity to talk to the players in the the build-up to you know the biggest game of the season and for many of them the the biggest game of their lives
0: Yes, sir. Uh, and it was just class just to, to, obviously, as you said, chat to so many players. And it's just been a crazy week and we look forward to doing it in L.A. in person next year. <laughs> God willing. Let's take you through tonight. So we're going to have a look at a few interviews. Uh, we were all, you know, myself, Colin and Brian, Michael Lavery as well. Um, we're very fortunate to chat to a few players. And it was actually great to see a lot of people from Ireland, the UK and Europe get so many questions in the players. But we're going to look, first of all, Colin, at the box. Now, the box looked very confident, didn't they? in this media I mean, obviously home hometown fields what was your uh, thoughts of uh, I mean I know we didn't get a question in for Coach Arians but what did you think?
1: Ah oh, he isn't he a guy that you'd want to go for a pint with Um, just so so relaxed, has been there, has seen it all, I thought he was just unflappable, whatever kind of came at him during the week and he just he, he, he definitely had a smile on his face every time I saw him interviewed this week.
0: Well this was when we were sitting waiting for the Zoom call to start on Thursday, so you had like a two minute sort of wait, and this is Bruce Arians sitting, <laughs> chilling, chilling, not a care in the world. But yeah, so hard to get a question, and, and just before we, well, no, you know what, we'll talk about it after. The Bucs, uh, Rick Christophelle, tight ends coach, Mike Caldwell, linebackers coach, Shaq slash Sack Barrett, could be the MVP this weekend. Sean Murphy-Bunting talks about his Irish heritage, Leonard uh, letter, letter for nets, uh I think that might be time for the Bucs. Winfield Jr., Tyler Johnson, Antonio Brown with the shortest answer in the history of the Super Bowl Media Day. Well, maybe I'm just here because I'm fine. It might be be, be a little bit less. Uh, Vea, who's just about back, not injured again. And worse. So here is what the Bucs got up to on Media Day with the Irish NFL show.
2: Our next question will go to Michael McQuaid from the Irish NFL show.
0: Hey, Rick, how's it going, man? Uh, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and guys like Mike Evans aside, how impressed have you been with this team in such a short period of time to go from fifth seed to go to New Orleans, to go to Green Bay and reach the Super Bowl in, in the home city?
3: Well, they're all professionals, and that's that's the most important thing. They know what, it's, what it takes to, to go in and work I mean, the most important thing, and Bruce stresses this more, is the process, the preparation, in during the week. And to see those guys come in and work, uh, sometimes in their not their off days, but some of the days they come in and they look at film, and they and they go and they have to do certain things. But working from Wednesday to Friday to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, their preparation is just unbelievable. And I think that's the most important thing, and that's what that's what these guys all have done. They they've worked at it. They've they've gone through the process and, they, and they've prepared, and I. Um, You know, I couldn't stress that enough. Incidentally, uh, I got a lot of ancestors that live in Ireland.
1: Michael McQuaid.
0: Hey, Sean, how's it going, man? Going good. How about you? Congratulations and hello from Ireland, man. Uh, Obviously, (laughs) Sean, you played in London last year against the Panthers in in Tottenham Hotspur's New Stadium. I've got a quick follow up after this, but how did you find that whole experience and just the fans over here? Oh, man, it was exciting. It was almost like I, I felt like I was at home. Um, it didn't feel any different. It felt uh, really exciting.
4: Obviously, it was a different scenery, um, but the fans were were engaged. They were fun to to be around. They were fun to talk to. They were fun to uh, hang out with when we were, you know, practicing at, at the stadium that we were practicing at. Um, but, I mean, it was it was very enjoyable. Just to get out of the country, that was the first time I've ever been out of the country. Um, and to see how much, you know, over there they, they enjoy football. So
0: uh, it was definitely, definitely a good time. Awesome man, and look, all the best on Sunday. And just before I go here, you've caused a big stir over here in a good way. Your surname, uh, Murphy Bunting, is quite Irish. Uh, have, have you any Irish uh, background <laughs> yourself? Uh, actually, I, my grandfather has a little Irish in him, so um, that that that's where the Murphy comes from as
4: well. And the <laughs> awesome, freckles, and
0: the freckles
4: too. If you can see him, I can zoom in for you. You see him?
0: Yes, sir. Yeah. All the best, in condition. All the best. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, we'll go
5: to Column Cronin with the Irish NFL Show.
6: Hey,
1: Tristan, greetings from uh, Dublin, Ireland. It's been a, a lot of fun hearing you talking about uh, your uh, rookie season and the uh, draft night and the first time you met Tom. But it seems like the way you and Antoine have played, like you're, it's not like you're rookies. You you're not just standout rookies. You're standout players in in your positions, and that's a testament to your talent and your ability. But I'm wondering, like, is there something in in the water in Tampa? Or like, what what's what are the Bucks doing that that two rookies are so brilliant and so standout in their positions in the league?
4: You know, I don't know. I- Maybe like like Michael's secret stuff on a uh, space jam in the water down here. I don't know. Um <laughs> no, it's been, it's been fun. You know, I, I got to I got to play against Antoine College and uh you know, I know he's just he you know, he loves to compete and I love to compete. So um you know, I think it was cool for, for both of us, you know, in camp, seeing each other get reps with the ones and everything and kind of just start to take off, you know, getting you know, we ended up getting comfortable and, and being able to play fast. Um so I thought, you know, I thought that was really cool. But but I don't know, maybe there might be something down here. I'm not
1: sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> Next will be Colin Cronin with the Irish NFL Show. Oh, yeah, how's it going? Uh, greetings from uh, this side of the Atlantic in uh, Dublin. Um, as others have said, you, you took to the league like a duck to water and uh, just had an incredible season. Um, but you—you're not alone in that. In that, Tristan works. i mean, both of you guys—not just standout rookies, but standout in your position. Just wondering, like, um, is that a alongside your talent, your ability, and obviously Tristan's—is it that down to the coaches and the players uh, around you as well?
4: Yeah, um, it says a lot about the players around us first and foremost. Um, being able—we have so many vets on the team, so being able. To just learn and just be under their wings, they taught us a lot. I know they taught me a lot, at least, just um, being on the defensive side of things. And um, it also shows how the coaches are um, in developing us. Um, we have great coaches over here, um, from top to bottom in our organization. And so, I feel like they had a lot to do with uh, our success of being able being able to be on the field and putting us in the best position. So, the the our teammates and the coaches have played a huge role in our success.
5: Scott, what would it mean to you personally to win the Super Bowl? Personally, to win the Super Bowl, it would mean a ton. Uh, this is this is a dream to even be in this position. Uh, I remember watching these games every Sunday, uh, when, whenever in February on Sunday, it'll come with family or, you know, with friends at a party. Um, and just to be in this game means so much. This is what you work so hard for, to be on the big stage. Um, and we get to do it at home. So it's just, uh, it's amazing. and It's going to mean so much. It's going to, uh, take me back to all the hours I put in. Um, to, to take me back to all the people that have helped me get to where I am today. So it'll be that would be an awesome feeling.
0: We'll go to Michael McQuaid. Hey Vita, how's it going uh, from Ireland? Congrats on getting to the Super Bowl one. And um, obviously, you know. V- v- your coach Bruce Arians said to you, you know, you keep working, we'll we'll keep winning. And this is when you obviously were first injured and you've obviously defied the odds and came back in such a great fashion. Can you maybe talk to us about your relationship with Coach Arians?
6: Uh we have a
4: we have a great relationship, me and uh BA. Um he's the milkman. We call him the milkman around here. Um I don't want to get too deep into that. You guys can ask him.
1: Yourselves, but I call him the milkman. Hey, Tyler, how's it going? Greetings from uh, Dublin, Ireland. Hope you're keeping well. Sure. Um, just a, a question, I suppose. The you guys at the box, alongside having an outstanding season, I mean, you came into the this team with a with a, a friend of yours uh, in in terms of Anton, and um, you obviously have Tristan Werf, so three absolutely outstanding rookies. So that's a testament to your talent and your abilities. But is it also a testament to the players and the coaching staff that, you know, you've had a young team, but you guys have have done so well?
4: I would just say that everybody just, you could just see the excitement that everybody has whenever they go out there and play. Um, Everybody just goes out there and knows that we have to execute. We lead up, up until the game about knowing what, our details are going to be. And um, we just go out there and play. No thinking, just go out there and play and have fun. Next question will come from...
0: Okay,
4: next question
5: is Michael McQuaid. Michael, go ahead.
0: Hey, Shaq, how's it going, man? How would you compare this box defense to that of the 2015 Broncos defense? Both very, very good defenses and best luck this Sunday.
4: I think we are uh, we, uh, in the aspects of... Stepping up at the right time, it's time for uh, us to step up. We've been stepping up, it was time there for us to step up in Denver, we stepped up. So like we all got the similarities, we got playmakers on this defense. We had playmakers on that defense. Nobody wait for the other person to make the play. Like when it's our opportunity to make the play, we step up and get it done. And that's like the biggest similarity. Like we got a lot of playmakers on this defense and we all itching to make that play.
2: Thank you, the
1: next question will be from Column Cron- Cronin with Irish NFL Show. Hi, Coach. Greetings from across the Atlantic from Dublin. Just interested in the preparations this week. Is it about trying to keep it as routine as possible?
4: As always, uh, Coach Arians does a great job of just uh, letting us go out there and do what we've done. We have a routine that we do. And we just stick to that and really don't make any much more of it. Now, we got a little more media obligations. But other than that, we pretty much just try to keep the same schedule, keep the guys on the same schedule so uh, they can go out there and
6: nothing really changes for them.
1: Thank you.
0: We'll go to Colin Cronin with the Irish NFL show. We have about five minutes left.
1: Hey, Leonard, how's it going? Greetings from uh, Dublin, Ireland. I, I remember when uh, you came to play in London and uh, you talked about the uh, the long flight. I suppose two two things. One, what was the experience of coming to London like? And secondly, how nice is it to have a home Super Bowl and have the stadium across from the training facility?
4: Man, going to London, it was crazy. You know, uh, on a flight, I probably woke up, went back to sleep six times. You know, I woke up. And my mom, I'm like, damn, we still flying. Went back to sleep. We still in the air. So it's probably one of the longest fights I had. And uh, just coming uh, coming over there, it was great. a great experience for me. You know, my first time over there was, was eating Wagyu steak, And it was high. You know, I had to pay for me. I think it was me, Telvin, and uh, my house food. And uh, this an overall experience over there it was great. And uh, just playing back home is a wonderful feeling, you know, to be a part of one of the first group of guys on the first group team to do, to, to do this. It's amazing, so I'm happy. We'll go over to Michael McQuaid.
0: Hey, Antonio. Um, you've got a lot of fans over here in Ireland, and we just want to congratulate you, obviously, getting to the big game this weekend. Um, you've had some run of it, man, so far in your career. How are you finding this whole prep this week? Obviously, very virtual. Do you miss the whole media day atmosphere?
4: Well, I'm just extremely grateful regret for in this position. Uh, here preparing with my teammates to accomplish our goals.
0: And that was media down in the box now Colin, right, look. false story with Antonio Brown, right? I was sitting and he, like so here's if you're watching this, here's how it works. You're on mute the whole time. And when you're like so for example, Michael asked a question, you go off mute, you do you have to click on mute. And I clicked on mute and I was like I was about to click out of the chat. I was like, I'm not gonna ask like I'm not gonna have a chance to talk to Antonio Brown and it was like Michael McQueen, Irish NFL, and I was like, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. Uh Antonio, uh so I think even he was flabbergasted, you know, obviously hearing my accent, but um very short answer, column from Antonio Brown.
1: Yeah, but I think yeah, throughout that um press conference, what I saw, he he tended to give pretty short answers. Um I look so some players did that throughout the week, some players gave longer answers. Um, I I was fortunate to get the opportunity to talk to Fernet about that trip to to London and uh, his memories. I think he enjoyed reminiscing uh, about the the trip. He seemed to have a big smile on his face throughout, anyway.
0: <laughs> Wasn't he the guy that was complaining about the journey that to London? Yeah. Well,
1: he he'd never been on a on a plane trip that far, so I think he he had had found it kind of wondering what it was going to be like, and then he found he was able to sleep. But I think he said, he said he woke up six <laughs> six times throughout the flight, but I uh, managed to get back to sleep. Uh
0: one one that obviously stands out for me is the one I like sort of went a bit viral man Sean Murphy Bunting. Obviously, asked him about his Irish heritage, he he really enjoyed that man and i mean we could talk about that but the one thing that i found funny was like you know you're talking about for and london there but different guys who were on the Bucs team last year when they were asked about london and um, you know these guys had a horrible experience in london last year like, they were wrecked by the panthers and i guess they still enjoyed themselves
1: yeah i mean you can you can see i how the opportunity i think the nfl have learned over the years about, about making london an enjoyable experience for the players. When you talk to the college players about their experiences when they go overseas, they really seem to enjoy it. I think maybe <laughs> I the NFL have, in, have learned a little bit from the college game and that has helped because certainly if you were to talk to players, I think who came, you know, back in maybe a decade ago, they didn't tend to enjoy the experience because it was, um, you know, they 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 felt there were so many media commitments. They flew so far and they didn't get a chance to do anything other than, you know, play the game with a whole load of jet lag.
0: Well, that was the box, obviously going up against the Chiefs on Sunday. We have got an Up for the Bowl segment tomorrow night, 9pm with Brandon Stokely, Jackie Hurley and Hannah Wilkins from Sky Sports as well. We're also got two morning shows on the Saturday morning. And on the Sunday more special guests, and we're live with at least at the at the minute, at least a four hour premium on Sunday with some very special guests and more to be announced on Friday as well. Very excited for it. But Colin, before we look at any of that, uh we spoke to um like you know, we were very lucky to speak to a few Chiefs players. Who did we get to speak to?
1: Uh we got to, to speak to quite a few mainly uh defensive guys, but um we got to speak to Tyron Matthew, Chris Jones, um Frank Clark, um in terms of the, the, the defensive players, uh Breshawn as well, Brendan Daly as the coach, Harrison Buckner. Um, so those were the the Chiefs guys that we we got to chat to and uh, your question to Tyron was uh, on the opening press conference and kind of set, uh, set in motion a number of different questions because um, Bruce Arians was asked about Tyron's response later in the week so um, do you do you want to talk uh a, a, a little bit about that before we uh introduce uh the, the rest of the uh the answers?
0: It's very much like the Antonio Brown situation. This is the first time we've we've ever done this, and obviously I had that question ready for him, but I never thought that we'd actually like I mean I think I was the first person to ask a question that for for all of us. So I was like, lads, I've just talked to him. I'm glad he was <laughs> like, I think you can see it in his reaction, he was like delighted to chat to us and it was good crack. And um I've seen their I'm sure you've seen it as well tonight and and yesterday, the Chiefs boys got a few questions and boys as well. So they've they've definitely uh, had a chat to a few foreigners this week, but uh, really enjoy speaking to Honey Badger as well. My opinion of some of these Chiefs players has massively changed. They're very chilled. But those box players look very chilled. I guess they don't have a flight this weekend to get to. But uh, yeah, here's the Chiefs players. to michael mcquay from irish nfl go ahead michael hey it's iron man uh, hey. obviously congratulations to get through this sunday you're about yes. to square off against your former coach man, bruce arians can you tell us maybe about your relationship with him ahead of the game
4: uh man me, me and coach ba man we we've had a great relationship uh you know ever since my time you know in arizona you know and even beyond that um you know he's always been somebody that you know, opinions and 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 what he said, you know, me, meant a lot to me. You know, um, you know, you gotta remember, he was one of the first, you know, people, you know, in the National Football League that 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 really believed in me, you know, in my abilities, and you know, like I said earlier, uh, really allowed me to to really flourish at a young age in this league, and uh, you know, he's still been a, a a guy that I keep in touch with uh, to this day.
1: Hey Chris, how's it going? Greetings from uh, Dublin, Ireland. Um, I uh, have a, a question for you for uh, Brendan Daly. Uh, given that name, I could not ask, but uh, he's uh, going to be uh, going in to his fifth straight Super Bowl, um, which is quite a record, and yourself going into the, the second in a row. There's a lot talked about the experience. Obviously, the Bucks have, but you guys have, have massive experience. Can you talk maybe a little bit about um, Brendan's influence?
4: Yeah, Coach Daly has been great. Yeah. Um... He's been good for us, especially in prepare for the teams that we couldn't get over, get that hump over. Um, But he's definitely, you know, definitely has brought some fire to this defense line.
1: Hi, Harrison. Greetings from uh, this side of the Atlantic. I'm in Dublin, Ireland. Um, I want to take you back to your Georgia Tech days because you actually played in Ireland uh, against Boston College. Could you talk a little bit about uh, that experience?
4: Yeah, no, I'll always uh, remember that game, you know, uh, playing at Georgia Tech. I think we might have been in Dublin, Ireland for three days or so. And we got to see the the city and obviously play in the uh, that historic stadium. I'm forgetting forgetting the name, but that um, no, was definitely an awesome memory. And, you know, to, to hear all the fans out there, especially cheering for, for myself and the punter, uh, it was a pretty amazing experience, especially growing up a soccer fan and then playing in that, in that stadium. We got to see a bunch of different other uh, sports there, other sports teams came and played. I forget the names of the, uh, the different sports that they showed us, um, but definitely a, a memorable experience. And uh, thankfully we were able to get the win against Boston College and it made the trip back home a lot more enjoyable. Okay, uh, next up we're gonna go to Brian O'Leary. Dan, uh,
5: congratulations on your return to the Super Bowl. And um, just in terms of the surroundings of the game this week with the fact that you're not traveling to Tampa until very later in the week combined with the fact that the game is being played in the Buck Stadium, is there a particular mindset that it feels more like a road game?
7: Definitely and um, you know, that that's not to take away from the importance of it being the Super Bowl and, and what that means to us, but as far as the preparation um, that we go about week in and week out um, over the course of the season is, we're able to to stay on that same kind of schedule and procedure without having to deal with any distractions of, you know, the traveling and and staying in a hotel for a week. You know, we we get to stay into our kind of our rhythm and our groove. Um, continuing to do what we've done all season, which um, has proven proven to be successful, and so um, there is an advantage, I think, in being here, uh, being at home, um, and being able to practice at our facility, um, and uh, you know, to get us ready f- for the Super Bowl and leaving the day before. Um, you know, again, it, it's again, it's, it's that routine that that we've um, you know been used to all year. And hopefully we can, you know, carry that over into the Super Bowl. But again, it's it's, um, you know, this routine is is something that we're comfortable with.
4: All right. Next, we'll go to Colin Cronin, Irish NFL Show.
1: Hey, Frank, how's it going? Uh, Greetings from Dublin, Ireland. Um, I was talking to Brendan uh, yesterday and uh, he was talking about how much he enjoys working with all of you. And about the work that you all put in this off season, it was so different, but you were all so motivated. You 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 did all all the study. I suppose two two things. One, can you talk a little bit about Brendan, and and him as a coach? And two, obviously, there is clearly that motivation for for you guys to go back to back.
4: Yeah, um, Coach Daly. Yes, um, Coach Daly. You know, he's been a hell of a coach. You know, um, since I've been here, um, just, has done everything the right way. Like he's taught me to play football in the smarter in the smarter way, in a more prepared way. You know what I mean? So, you know, hats off to coach for that. You know, that's all I can ever ask for as a player is a coach that comes in. Um, a coach that listens to your opinion, listens to, you know, your point of view as a player. Cause you know, you as a player, you know, only you see what's going on in the field. You know, only you know what's going on in 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 between plays and in between those lines. So, you know, when you don't have a coach that understands that you know, sometimes it's going to be difficult. I'm sure it's a lot of players experiencing that in the NFL. You know, they have coaches that really don't understand, you know, the type of player they are or the type of players that they have in the room. And I can say that, um, you know, Brendan Daly he does a good job of um adjusting because you got different characters, Now You got Frank one day I'm tripping out over here. Next day you got Chris Jones he over here tripping out. You know what I'm saying? Mike Pennell might be down the street tripping out, and you got Coach Daly he just got to bring everybody back together. You know, the line room we kind of different. We kind of You know, I don't know, you can't, we ain't got all our marbles, we got a few of them. But at the end of the day, you know, we got Coach Daly, he around here, collecting them up, chasing us around, making sure we out there, man. So, you know, shout out my coach, man. My coach holds it down, just know that. All right, next. Okay. next question will go to Colm Cronin. Colm, you can go ahead and unmute.
1: Hi Brendan, greetings from uh, Dublin, Ireland. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, two, two part question. One, uh, given that name, do you have any Irish heritage? Um, and secondly, uh, I asked Chris Jones a, a question yesterday and uh, your name came up as somebody who um, helps to put uh, fire in, in the players' bellies. You said they're, they're motivated anyway, but every day you help to, to get them up. Can you talk maybe a
3: little bit about that? I can. Great to hear from you from Dublin, Colin. Um, I do have a little bit of Irish uh, heritage. And I actually, when I, while I was in college, I worked in Ireland for a little bit uh, in Ring of Skitty, down in uh, County Cork. Uh, I worked at a factory, uh, Archer Daniel Midland there for a while. So I've got some great Irish friends, love the Irish country and culture. And uh, it, it's great to hear from you. So, um, I, you know, I that's part of my job as a coach, you know, uh, in, in terms of trying to Figure out what makes players tick and and to um, help guide guys through this process and, and get them ready to go for practice or the games. Um, and certain guys have different things that uh, some guys do need to be motivated. Some guys don't need to be motivated. Some guys need to be calmed down. Some guys need to be refocused at times. Um, so I think that's the responsibility of me as a, a coach is to get to know the individuals that I'm working with and what do they need? How, what makes them tick? How do they respond? Some guys respond to yelling and screaming. Some guys don't respond well to that. Some guys respond to being called out in a public group. Some guys that's the worst thing you can do to them. So um that's kind of one of the unique things that uh, I think you have to do as a coach is figure out what makes people tick and how do we motivate them to get the best performance that we can out of them. Um, I don't know that I've always uh, found that balance. I think that's something I'm continuing to try to do each and every day better. And um, you know, some days it changes for individuals as well. That's kind of the fun of this profession to me. Good question. Bashad, next
5: up is Colm Cronin from the Irish NFL show, Colin.
1: Hiya, how's it going? Uh, greetings from this side of the Atlantic and uh, congrats on making uh, back-to-back Super Bowls. Just interested in in the, the bounce-back ability of this team. I mean, you, such resilience. I mean, down in the Super Bowl last year in the fourth quarter comeback, the Bills make this big play. You think their tails are going to be up, you guys come back. Can you talk about the, that, the resiliency of this team?
4: Yeah, uh, I mean, from the past two two years, uh, you, you can see that this team never really get down... Uh, we face adversity and, and we, we we stick together and get through it. Uh, but if you look at this
0: team individually, like we, we have a lot of players that really are, are comeback players, you know what I mean? Like, like they've been through a lot that really uh, got their chance again to really come and, and recreate uh, a name for themselves. or You know what I'm saying? Re- rejuvenate their careers. And, and you can see why why the team has the success that they have uh, because, because of those type of players that they ha- have around each other. And that was the Kansas City Chiefs players that we had the chance to chat to. Now, before we talk about the Chiefs players, Colin, um, I spoke to Coach Billick as well, about our guest who is on tomorrow night, Brandon Stokely, two-time Super Bowl champion, Ravens, Colts, Broncos, Seahawks as well. Um, Here's what Coach Billick had to say. All right, our next question comes from Michael McQuaid with the NFL
4: Irish NFL Show. Michael, you may ask your question.
0: Hey, thank you. My question is for Coach Billig, if possible. Hi, Coach. How are you? Coach, we were... uh, Sorry. (laughs) No worries. Coach, we were very lucky to have Brandon Stokely on our show this week and he was talking about the 2000 team that had its uh, virtual reunion. Could you maybe tell us about that reunion and what it was like? And then just very quickly, secondly, Coach, uh, what's your thoughts ahead of this game on Sunday?
6: Uh, It was great fun, boy, just to see the personalities come back alive and... And just, uh, we had virtually everybody there. <laughs> and the stories that came out, the way the guys got after one another, uh, it's it's amazing to think 20 years uh, has passed. And and uh, I joke, I was glad on Zoom, you can see all the names there because without the numbers, I, half these guys, I couldn't, I didn't know who they were, obviously, and uh, the way they had aged and, uh, but they were, they was right back in 2000, they got after one another and, and really the reverence they had or that, that what we had done and come together as a group of men was, uh, it was just great fun to do uh, and, and got it. You looked up and we were on that thing for two and a half hours. So it was great fun. Um, it's, it's, it's too bad. I was really looking forward to the Super Bowl being in Tampa this year, whomever was going to be in the game, because it was going to be 20 years from our Super Bowl. And to be down there and kind of partake in all the things that the Super Bowl entails that you don't when, when you actually play in the game Uh and, and uh, so obviously that I, I missed that part about not being out down in Tampa and being a part of the festivities and it's an interesting because nobody what are we normally talking about this time of the week it's okay which team can deal with the distractions of Super Bowl week which are like no other well you don't even have that and particularly for Tampa that's just at home so this is not you know being very respectful the fact that it is the Super Bowl it's just another game so the routines feel very normal. Both the coaches have to feel very good about, you know, the preparation can be very focused. Uh, and and I don't know what I don't even know when Kansas City's coming down. What Friday, Saturday? So, from that standpoint, it's gonna it's gonna be different, but it's gonna be like any other Super Bowl. Once the ball's kicked off, it is just about the game. We have the right two teams here, no question about it. To me, it's all about who can who can make the most big plays, and most importantly, touchdowns instead of field goals. If if you're going to trade one for the other, my guess is that uh, both coaches would uh, make the deal with the devil to say, just give me a tie game with three minutes on the clock and let my guy have the ball. They'd both take that bet.
0: Colin, what was your uh, takeaways from that Chiefs uh, press conference? Because you got to speak to quite a few of them.
1: I did. And uh, I suppose the D-line guys were the ones I ended up talking to. um, And Chris Jones was, was the first one they're really confident um and what was interesting was the the opportunity to to see the different characters and uh, brendan daly talked a little bit about that about how each of the players had a different character and you have to get to know them. You have to find out what motivates them. And Frank, I mean, Frank Clark was brilliant. Uh, I, I can't say enough. If, if you get a chance to see his entire um, answers, you should, because he talked about Brady's elusiveness in the pockets and how he uses his shoulders rather than his feet. It was brilliant. But he was really interesting, too, because he talked about the different characters that you have on the line um, and the the way in which they all come together. I I thought the you know these guys are defending champions. You you know they're looking for um, their second ring in succession, and they were clearly um, enjoying it, but clearly very dialed in and uh, very motivated. Both sets of players were. I don't think I saw any nerves from any of these players or any of the coaches that we spoke to this week.
0: Really enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to doing it in LA next year and hopefully, if needs be, virtual for a while. Yep, I'll, I'll help you. I think it's great because it's a great initiative from the NFL to allow the foreign staff in. And I guess that is it. Now we're joined by a special guest at the end of the show. Mark, uh, how did you find Media Day?
2: Yeah, Michael, uh, I thought Media Day was amazing. I was still trying to remain gainfully employed, however, so didn't get to ask as uh, many questions as I was like. But I did get to see the beauty of Tom Brady's hair.
0: And I'd just like to put a statement in from my employer. Media Day started after my employment. Yeah, today. not it not, did, all, not, all,
1: not <laughs> all of us work until uh, two, two in the morning, Mark.
0: <laughs> Mark, did you enjoy being face-to-face with your... Lord and Savior
2: Tom Brady, uh, two times um, a day. he was amazing, man. He is amazing. He's an amazing player. He's an amazing person. He's just beautiful. What can I say? You know, in fairness, like the beauty and the NFL do it better probably than any sport around the world. The access they give to players, the um, the detail they do through Super Bowl. Obviously, it's a very different Super Bowl. Um, but whether it was Tom Brady, whether it was Vitavia, whether it was frank clark or any player any assistant coach like i don't know brandon daly for example or brendan daly even for if you want um it was amazing the access that you got and obviously the opportunity to ask a few questions
0: indeedy and also roger goodell mentioned the fact that as of right now he expects london games to happen which i'm intrigued to see if that it will happen or not uh because it looks like there should be a good few matchups there any final words colin before we sign off for another evening of uh
1: just to to recognise, I suppose how how fortunate we we were, and I think in terms of what Mark said there, the the league does a phenomenal job in terms of the access that they give to players. And you heard on the the calls um, this week, there were you know people asking questions um, from South America, from Asia. Um, from all all over the world, and the, the players really kind of took the time to engage um, with the the experience. And um, I, as I said, look, I, I didn't see a, a hint of nerves. I'm really interested to see what that will be like uh, on on Sunday night come kickoff.
0: Indeed, and you can join us tomorrow morning for a special breakfast show at nine a.m. When we're joined by a special guest, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. And then tomorrow evening up for the bowl has two time Super Bowl champion Brandon Stokely, RT Sports Jackie Hurley and Sky Sports Hannah Wilkes, along with all of us boys. Good crack. Nine AM Sunday morning with special guests and a four hour pregame from four PM on Sunday. And then the game itself kicks off at uh, eleven thirty PM Sunday night. Mark, any final words? <laughs> okay uh happy days and look just before we go here is super moment segments with carry out off license uh, enjoy folks see you tomorrow morning hi folks welcome to super moment stories of the big game brought to you by Kari out off license your place for big nights in if you're looking to stock up ahead of sunday's big night carrie Out has some great offers at the moment including a uh, Blossom Hill wine, which is now €7.99 each, an 18-pack of Miller 330ml, which is €19.99, an 8-pack of Budweiser 500ml, which is now €13.99, White Claw 330ml 4-pack range is €9.99, and you can check out Off Offices on Facebook for more. Hey, welcome back to Super Moments: stories of the big game brought to you by Off Offlast, your place for big nights in. If you're looking to stock up ahead of Sunday's big night, Caryl have got some great offers on ahead of the biggest game of the year, of course. uh, You can get an 18-pack of Miller, 330 milliliters for €20, 1999. Delighted to be joined by the team again today. And I know Brian has got a special special gift for, for all of us today.
5: Well, it depends which Super Bowl we're discussing.
0: No it doesn't. I, I think I think you can show the public and everybody from Carol Cory I Lost License your your lovely prize that you've won.
5: Yeah, well Tom Brady's got a load of these unfortunately and Patrick Mahomes has got one, but I I've got one too as well. So look at all you have. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. Del- deliver from Tom Coffin himself. You know to remember forty two when the pages nearly went on beat So there you go. Happy days. This is a nice well, one that to- I have in my living room.
0: There we go, and we'll, we'll let you play with that for the next few weeks. Now, obviously, a big big game ahead this weekend. The 32nd edition of the big game, seeing the Denver Broncos go up against the Green Bay Packers in an incredible game. And Colin, again, I think this is the second time this week we're talking about the Broncos, but uh, it was a huge win for the Broncos. I mean, John, John Elway getting over the hump, uh, what a night for a man, obviously, Colin. I would have watched that in your prime and, and obviously now it's such, such, such a big game. And what was it like watching it live? Because, you know, that's something i never seen, you
1: know? Oh, it was unbelievable. Um, I mean, this was a team that got to Super Bowls and got absolutely annihilated in Super Bowls. So this one's for John will live forever in the memory. And what you have to remember is the NFC dominated Super Bowls at that time. They really bullied teams um, that came from the AFC. So, Um, The Broncos going into it um, really knew that they were up against it. And uh, helicopter play is, is I think, probably the defining moment um, of Elway's career, which is saying something because the drive is also there. But the desire to win, the fact that he put his body on the line in that third quarter, he had to, to make it and he did. And obviously the other one that probably stands out is Steve Atwater knocking himself out of the game, knocking his te- teammate Randy Hillard out of the game and knocking the Packers, Robert Brooks, out, out of the game to ensure that the Broncos uh, went on to, to lift the trophy. Just incredible plays in in that game. It was a real proper ding dong battle, and uh, the Broncos came out on top.
0: Obviously, call him after John Elway won that. He went on the next year and won it again, incredibly. And you know, I think a lot of people, and you, you can see it on the Americas game. A lot of people thought he wasn't going to come back that season, and he and he done it. But that that's talk for another day. But an incredible performance in in the 30 second edition of the big game. Looking forward to the next edition, the 55th edition of the big game this Sunday. But Mark. Any memories from Super Bowl 32? Were you there? Did you watch it live? Any any standout memories?
2: Gee, Jesus, Mike, I'm not as old as Brian, Um, so no, I was not there, Um, and unfortunately, I was too young to be watching it live. But like everybody, you know, I've I've seen the highlights, but I've seen the America's game and read an awful lot. I mean, because I just devour information about American football and love it so much. The one thing that stands out for me, and Colin kind of highlights the visual ones that obviously stand out, is actually a fundamental error in coaching. Um, Mike Holgram, at the very end of the game, obviously, believed the, the, uh, the down was first and ten with the ball near the uh, Packers line and ordered his team to allow the Broncos to score, thinking it was giving them the best chance to win with his three timeouts and a bit of time on the clock. But actually, it turned out afterwards the down was second and ten. He made a fundamental mistake and uh, therefore um, just made a wrong strategy call. I mean, we've seen that before. Um, Pete Carroll probably was outthought by Bill Belichick in a Super Bowl we might get to at some stage this week. But more importantly, thinking about this game, Andy Reid used to be the uh, king of time management mistakes. And he's obviously evolved beyond that. But who knows? Could we see another big mistake from a coach in a big game?
0: Time will tell. Brian, it must have been great to watch the Broncos get a couple of Super Bowls going to the end of the of the 1990s. As somebody that was um, eight years old when Terrell Davis became MVP, it was, it was difficult to watch that live. But have you any memories of that game, Brian?
5: Yeah, quite vividly, because I do remember watching it because I was 20 years of age. So it doesn't seem that long ago, strange enough, but it is a long, long time ago. If you didn't watch that game and you looked at the stats the following morning and didn't know the score... And you saw that breath of the truth for 25 or forty-two, for within 300 yards three touchdowns you would have said Packers win but no not to be a gunslinger without Fox but John Elbey who at that stage of his career really did deserve every
0: I love the way he said that Colm. Uh for me watching the back incredible nights uh, and it shows you how, how much he wanted it when he jumped as well Colin. I, I I know you were talking about just incredible but Mick uh halftime show make a voice to men, Smokey Robinson and Queen Latifah. Sounds nice. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, uh, I'm not sure if this is ninety eight or ninety nine, but I mean if it was ninety eight I was seven months away from being born. If it was ninety nine I wasn't I was only what, four months old so I think the, the expertise <laughs> is slightly out on this one. Have you ever watched the game? Have you ever watched no, it I'm back or seen the go out? 've I've, I've seen him do this with a Lombardi and that's about the height of it and that's fine and um, I guess Colin, Colin I, I, I'm gonna give you the final stage tonight on on, the, on this on this one obviously Pat Boen now who, who has passed away uh, a monumental moment in the history of the of the NFL when he says this one's for job
1: yeah, um, look, the Pat Bolan is a guy who who changed football. He didn't just change the Broncos, he changed football, and when you hear other owners talk about the way in which he promoted the game, he was absolutely brilliant. And the fact that in at uh, that moment of glory he was willing to to hand it over to to John Elway was a tribute and, and fitting of the man that he was. The other thing that we just haven't talked about, but which um, you know bears mention, is that Terrell Davis played this game with a migraine. Uh, he started off, he was absolutely incredible. Then he, he had to be taken out with a migraine and he came back into the game. Um, and he was obviously massively impactful given uh, that he was uh, probably the best running back in the league at that time. So to lose him for a significant amount of time, um, the Broncos were still able to uh, to overcome that. Just a brilliant game, a brilliant win.
0: A brilliant game and a brilliant win and a fantastic win for the Broncos who will go on to win their first Super Bowl Championship. And after many's a year of heartbreak, they proved the doubters wrong. Uh, I guess folks, big thanks again to Carlyle Off Licence, your place for big nights in. Big night in the Sunday, Super Sunday on the Irish NFL Show. You can check us out all week. You can check on every Arena all week. We're going gonna to give away. A carry out voucher. You won't want to miss that on Sunday night. But for now, thanks very much, lad. See you again next time.